0: سناذي وtha الإمام البربهاري says وعلمو رحمكم الله أن أصول البدع أربعة أبواب إن شعب من هذه الأربعة اثنان وسبعون هوا ثم يسير كل واحد من البدع يتشعب حتى تصير كلها إلى ألفين وثمان ومئة مقالة وكلها ضلاله وكلها في النار إلا واحدة وهو من آمن وهو من آمن بما في هذا الكتاب واعتقده من غير ريبة في قلبه ولا شكوك فهو صاحب سنة وهو الناجي إن شاء الله الإمام البربهاري رحمه الله تعالى now says May Allah have mercy upon you, know that the roots of innovation are four. The roots of all of the innovation out there, there are four roots to them. From these four roots, seventy-two innovations branch off. And each of them have offshoots too, so that they amount to two thousand eight hundred all of them are misguidance. all of them are in the fire except for one which is those who believe in that which is contained in this book believing in it firmly without having any doubt or uncertainty in their heart such a person is a person of the Sunnah and one who is saved if Allah wills. So here Imam al-Barbahari is telling us that all of the innovations things that people have invented, what they have made up, all of these misguidances all of them they come back to four things. All of them come back to four roots then from those four roots they spread out and they branch out until they end up into 72 and then they have all of their offshoots until it becomes two thousand eight hundred different statements that perhaps all of these different types of statements, misguidances, and innovations—they became a lot during his time. And he followed up all of the different groups until he realized that this is how many there are: two thousand eight hundred. But all of those. All of those 2,800 or more, all of these different groups of innovation and deviance and different statements that they have, they all return back to the 72 sects. 72 sects just like the Prophet ﷺ said and those 72 sects of misguidance they all come back to four. Four is the root and some of the scholars they said more, some said five, some said six but here Imam al-Barbahari mentions the four roots of all of innovation وَذَلِكَ أَنَّ الْرَّوَافِضِ فِرْقَة وَتَصَدَّعَتْ وَتَفَرَّقَتْ حَتَّى وَصَلَتْ إِلَى عِشْرِينَ فِرْقَةَ وَأَكْثَرَ So how did Imam al-Barbahari come to this figure of 2800 even though the hadith we know that it's going to be 72 sects of misguidance because those sects of misguidance they split up as well so the Rafida. The Shi'a rafida for example They split up amongst themselves Into lots of different groups They became 20 odd groups From that same group of the Shi'a rafida They split up and they ended up becoming 20 odd groups And the Khawarij The Khawarij, they are one of those 72 groups but they split up even more amongst themselves too until they ended up becoming 20 odd groups So when you look at them in that way The Khawarij, the Rafidah, the Qadariyya, the Murji'ah All of these different groups they are from the principal groups but when they themselves split up into lots of different groups in the end, it became a figure very large, 2800 or thereabouts. And that is because those main groups, they split up into more subgroups. They split up and they uh, made more innovations and they separated from each other in their group until they became more and more groups. But all of these different groups and all of what they have separated from uh, and what have they become. They all come back to these seventy-two sects. The Prophet nasa 72 kulluha The Prophet he mentioned specifically seventy-two sects, and that they will all be in the fire. so they are split up and in these different forms. وَقَوْلُ الْمُؤَلِّفِ اللَّهِ وَكُلُّهَا فِي النَّارِ إِلَّا وَهُوَ مَنْ آمَنَ So all of these different groups, all of these different sects, they are all in the fire, except for one. And the one is the one who believes in what has been revealed in this Qur'an. Believes in the revelation and follows and practices that as it should be. Yani Allavi Taraka Hadi Hilferak, Wabtaada Anha, Woman Amanabimafi Hadal Kitab, Wakablahu, Wakabilahu, Al Iman Bikitabilla, he was Sunna Tirasulis as Meaning the person who leaves who leaves all of those groups and sects he abandons all of those groups and sects of innovation and he stays away from them he stays away from them and he has iman in what is in this book he has iman in what is in this book iman in the revelation therefore iman in the quran and the sunnah therefore and then Imam al Barbahari says that the characteristic of these type of people who are saved is that they abandon all of those other groups and sects, they believe in the Quran and the Sunnah, and they believe in that, he believes in that without any doubt in his heart, and without any uncertainty, without any doubts then that person is the companion of the sunnah. He is the one upon the sunnah. وهو naji, and he is the one who is saved. إن الله. هذا مما يؤخذ على المؤلف رحمه الله وإن كان كتابه هذا قد بينا فيه أصول السنة فإنه لم يسلم أو لم يسلم من بعد الأخطاء ومن بعد الأحاديث ضعيفة فما يلزم المسلم الواعي الفاهم أن يتبع الإنسان في خطائه سواء في هذا الكتاب وغيره فكل يأخذ في من قوله ويرد إلا رسوله سلام سهيا الإمام الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله تعالى he mentions that this is something that even though all of the book all of the book of Imam al-Barbahari, it is clarifying the foundations of the Sunnah it is clarifying the foundations of the Sunnah but that this section or this particular point may be something which uh, uh, could be upon a weak narration i.e. the splitting of the sects into those large numbers but nevertheless we know that the splitting occurs and the 72 is what is mentioned Particularly in the hadith. Then, while I am Rahimakallah, and a nurse a low waqafu Umur, while I am you shall we do her be she, while I am you will do fihi ether, and Rasulullah, he sallowed his salam, while I ashabihi lam takun bidah. He then says, No, may Allah have mercy upon you, that if the people were to stop themselves from newly invented matters, if the people were to stop themselves from newly invented matters, not entering into any of them at all, and did not say anything for which there was no narration from the Prophet or from his companions, then there wouldn't be any innovation. If the people They were to avoid the newly invented affairs And they did not go beyond the boundaries They only say what is in the Quran and the Sunnah and don't go after Or beyond what is in the Quran and the Sunnah And they don't bring about anything new And they don't go and say anything which is not in the Quran and the Sunnah Or the narrations Then there wouldn't be innovation يريد بهذا الوقوف ان يقف الناس عندها كما يقفون عند المحرمات المنهيات لا يعني لا يقربونها ولا يتوقفون عن الدخول فيها والخوض فيها بل يتوقفون عن الدخول فيها والخوض فيها هذا الذي يمكن ان نفسر به هذا الكلام سو ذا بوينت بين هيه الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله, الله says that a person needs to stop at the texts, to stop where the revelation has told you, and not to go beyond that and end up doing some haram or doing something which is not permissible, and not going into debates and discussions about things which are beyond what has been revealed in the Quran and the Sunnah, but rather sticking to what is in the Quran and the Sunnah and not going beyond that and it or oh, they should not go beyond the boundaries they should not go beyond what is in the Quran and the Sunnah meaning that they don't go beyond that and they don't go and enter into those affairs which are beyond that beyond the revelation this is what Imam al-Barbahari means لَوْ وَقَفُوا عِنْدَ مُحْدَثَاتِ الامور, if they were to stop at the newly invented matters meaning that they do not take on board the newly invented matters they stay away from them so they do not enter into them and they do not get involved in discussions and debates about these newly invented affairs and innovations rather they warn from them and they stay away from them and they do not go anywhere near them just as Allah said in the Quran tilka hududullah فَلَا تَقْرَبُوهَا They are the boundaries of Allah. So do not go near them. فَهُنَاكَ حُدُود لِأُمُورِ الْمَشْرُوعَ So therefore, there are boundaries to the legislated affairs. لَا تَتَجَاوَزُهَا You must not go beyond them. You must not go beyond the boundaries of these legislated affairs as Allah mentioned in another ayah فَلَا تعتدوها, so do not transgress beyond them فَلَا تقربوها, so do not come near them فهذا يُرِيدُ أَنَّنَا لَا نَقْرَبُ البداع. so this the author here wants what he intends is that we do not go anywhere near innovation وَإِنَّمَا نَقِفُ بَعِيدًا عِنْهَا محذرين منها, that we stand well away from innovations, we stay well away from innovations, warning against them. وَلَا نَدْخُلُ فِي شَيْءٍ مِنْهَا. And we do not enter into anything from them. عَلَى كُلِّ حَالٍ يَكُونُ الْمُسْلِمُ الْمُتَتَبِعُ لِلْكِتَابِ وَالسُّنَّةِ وَالْمَنْهِجِ السَّلَفِ الصَّالِحٍ نَاجِيًا مِنَ الْبِدْعِ إِنَّا لَحَافِظُونَ. يَعْرِفُهَا وَيَحْذُرُهَا وَلَا يَدْخُلُ فِي شَيْءٍ مِنْهَا. بِكِتَابِ اللَّهِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ A Muslim who is following the Qur'an and the Sunnah and the methodology of the Salaf of this Ummah the righteous Salaf then he will be saved from innovation inshaAllah he will be saved from innovation inshaAllah the one who follows the Qur'an and the Sunnah and the manhaj of the Salaf of this Ummah then he is the one who will be saved insha'Allah he knows the correct and he knows the innovations and he stays away from the innovations and he warns against the innovations and he does not get involved in anything to do with the innovations prevents himself from them and stays away from them and instead he clings on to the book of Allah. He clings on to the book of Allah and he stays away from those innovations and newly invented affairs and he clings on clings on to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. وَمَا كَانَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّحَابَةُ وَالسَّلَفَ الصَّالِحِ And that which the companions were upon and the righteous salaf were upon, he clings on to those affairs inshaAllah من الناجين Then that type of person will be inshaAllah from the saved ones. The one who clings on to the way of the salaf and the Quran and the sunnah. Therefore it is upon all of us to cling to the book of Allah wa رَسُولِ Rasulillah, And to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah وَمَا كَانَ عَلَيْهِ الكرام, اللَّهِ عليهم, And to cling on to whatever the companions were upon السُّبْلَ الَّتِي اللَّهُ مِنْهَا and we warn against those pathways that Allah warned against. And we have precaution from those pathways that Allah cautioned us against. As Allah mentioned, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي فَاتَّبِعُوا وَلَا السِّبْلِ فَتَفَرَّقَ That indeed this is my straight path, so follow it. And do not follow the other pathways so that you may be split away from the path of Allah Do not allow yourselves to be split away from the path of Allah by following those other distorted pathways وَقَدْ خَطَّ رَسُولُ الله, الله, خطاً وقال سبيل اللَّهِ And the Prophet wasallam) drew a straight line and he said This is the path of Allah ثُمَّ خَطَّ عَنْ يَمِينِهِ وَعَنْ يَسَارِهِ Then he drew lines to the right and lines to the left وَقَالَ And he said هَذِهِ السُّبُل These are the pathways عَلَى كُلِّ سَبِيلٍ مِنْهَا شَيْطَان Upon all of these other pathways is a shaytan calling you to that misguidance فَعَلَيْنَا أَنَّ تَمَسَّكَ بِالصِّرَاطِ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Therefore upon us is to cling on to the straight pathway فَلَا نَحِيدُ يُمْنَةً وَلَا يُسْرَ وَلَا فِي هَذَا الطَّرِيقِ وَلَا فِي ذَاكِ So we don't go away diverting to the right or to the left or to this pathway or that لِأَنَّ عَلَى هَذِهِ الطَّرُقِ الطرق, upon all of these pathways Upon all of these deviated pathways Is what at the end? A Shaitan calling you To all of these deviated distorted pathways Those people have become wandering and lost upon these pathways and their end result will be as mentioned threatened to them the hellfire their end result may be the hellfire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they who split up their religion and they were in groups then you are not from them at all so those people who go off onto the different pathways away from the pathway of the quran and the sunnah then allah is saying you are not from those deviated pathways stick to the upright pathway alone those deviated pathways fa ahlul bid'ah they are the people of innovation and desires wallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala barra rasulahu minhum and Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala declared the innocence of the Prophet from them. اللَّهِ So we ask Allah أَنْ يُوَفِّقَنَا لِلْثَّبَاتِ عَلَى السُنَّةِ وَالْتَّمَسُّكِ بِهَا That Allah gives us that success to be grounded upon the Sunnah and to be clinging to it. And that He uh, keeps us away from innovations and desires. رَبَّنَا dua Indeed, our Lord is the one who hears the dua. Then after that, الإمام barbahari continues to say, وَعَلَمْ رَحِمَكَ اللَّهُ أَنَّهُ لَيْسَ بَيْنَ الْعَبْدِ وَبَيْنَ أَنْ يَكُونَ مُؤْمِنًا حتى يصير كافرا إلا أن يجحد شيئا مما أنزله الله تعالى أو يزيد في كلام الله أو ينقص أو ينكر شيئا مما قال الله أو شيئا مما تكلم به رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فاتق الله رحمك الله وانظر لنفسك وَإِيَّاكَ فِي الدِّينِ فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ مِن طَرِيقِ الْحَقِّ في شيء. He says may Allah have mercy upon you know that there is nothing between a servant and him being a believer or becoming an unbeliever except that you deny something which Allah the Most High has sent down or if you add or take away anything from the speech of Allah or you deny anything which Allah the Mighty and Majestic has said or deny anything what the Prophet Sallallahu said So fear Allah, may Allah have mercy upon you beware of yourself and beware of going into exaggeration in the religion because it is not from the way of truth at all so here Al-Imam Al-Barbahari says that you should know there is nothing separating you as a believer from becoming a disbeliever except that maybe you reject something which Allah revealed rejecting something which Allah revealed act of kufr or adding something into the speech of Allah adding something into the speech of Allah which is not from it or decreasing and subtracting something away from it or denying something from it or from the speech of the Prophet denying any of the Quran and the Sunnah taking away parts that are you claim not from it adding more things to it rejecting something from it all of these types of actions they are the thing which will separate a person from being a believer to a disbeliever and be warned from exaggeration in the religion. be warned from exaggeration in the religion. Do not exaggerate in the religion for because that is not from the pathway of truth at all. So here, the author is telling us what are the types of things that will take you out of Islam. And they are, for example, if you deny something from the revelation of Allah, Ayatan Aw sura min suwar Qur'an, if a person rejects an ayah from the Quran or a surah from the surah, from the surahs of the Quran. Even if it was a short surah, if you reject it, kufr. Or even just one ayah. Or even just one word. If you reject that, then this no doubt a person is a kafir. If he rejects the Quran, even an ayah, even a word, then that is something which is kufr. فَهَذَا لَا شَكَّ يكفر or if somebody adds more stuff from himself to the speech of Allah, adds something to an ayah, or adds something to a surah, adds something to a narration, just like the Rafeda Shia they do. The Rafeda Shia, they add things to the narrations and those things are not from the actual narration. أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ صَدَرَكْ وَجَعَلْنَا عَلِيًّا صَهْرَكْ For example مثل هذه الأشياء هذا كفر ولا شك The Shia Rafezah they add ayas. they add extra words into the Quran which are not from the Quran Here look they have added the name of Ali رضي الله عنه into the ayah أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ صَدَرَكْ وَجَعَلْنَا عَلِيًّا صَهْرَكْ they add the name of Ali into the ayah As if this is a praise now For Ali radiallahu anhu They want to praise him They add verses about him In fact the Shia Rafida They even say That the Quran which we have They say this Quran that we have That everybody has The Muslims they have It is not the real Quran They say there are bits missing from it That's what the Shia Rafida say Some of them they say the Qur'an has bits missing from it. Which bits do they say are missing from the Qur'an? Bits which Umar and Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr and Umar radiyallahu anhuma, hid on purpose. That's what they say. They say Abu Bakr and Umar radiyallahu anhuma, hid parts of the Qur'an on purpose. And that's why the Qur'an which you've got now they say It's not the complete Qur'an There are bits missing The bits which Abu Bakr and Umar anhuMa hid Which bits do they say they hid This lie of theirs This lie that they make up against Abu Bakr and Umar anhumah What do they say in this lie of theirs What do they say that Abu Bakr and Umar hid from the Qur'an anhuMa? They say these rafida, these liars, they say that Abu Bakr and Umar hid, took out all of the ayat in the Quran which had Ali's name in it, which were mentioning Ali radiyallahu anhu and praising Ali anhu. They say before there were many ayat in the Quran praising Ali anhu, Ali ibn Abi Talib, but Abu Bakr and Umar they say were jealous, so they took all of those ayat out. And so the Qur'an which was left now, which you've got now, it's missing. There's bits missing from it. The bits about Ali radiallahu anhu are all missing. That's what they say, the liars. Liars. Liars and fabricators. This is the Qur'an which Allah has preserved. The Qur'an which Allah has preserved. And these liars, they come and they say that there are bits missing. That there are bits which Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu took out. These are from the disgusting lies of the Rafida Shia. So, the one who does this type of thing is Kufr. yunkiru shay'an. نعم ينقص, ينقص Somebody who takes out parts from the Quran takes out parts of the Quran, rubs out parts of the Quran, doesn't include them, removes them or a surah he removes it altogether, and ayah he removes it altogether and he doesn't accept that, then this is also kufr. This is also kufr. فَهَذَا kufr wala شَكْ كَذِبًا وَزُورًا وَنَفُجُورًا عَلَىٰ ala The shia, they say the companions of the Prophet they added things and they removed things from the Quran but that is a lie from the Shia Arafi that the companions of the Prophet did not do that at all أو ينكر شيئا مما قال الله or if somebody rejects something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said if somebody rejects something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said then this again also is disbelief يَجْحَدُوا شَيْئًا مِتْلَ الْأَوَّلِ يَجْحَدُوا شَيْئًا مِنْ مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهِ فِي مَعْنَى الْعِبَارَةَ الْأُولَى يُنْكِرُوا شَيْئًا مِنْ قَالَ اللَّهِ So if somebody rejects something which Allah has said Rejecting the ayat of the Qur'an Rejecting the surahs of the Qur'an Rejecting a word of the Qur'an Then this is kufr فَمَنْ جَحَدَ شَيْئًا مِنْ صِفَاتِ اللَّهِ so another meaning of that is somebody who rejects the names or the attributes of Allah that are proven in the Quran and the Sunnah uh, Other affairs of عقيدة which are proven if somebody rejects that then that could be kufr As it was determined about some of the people of innovation أو شيئا مما تكلم به رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم Or if a person rejects something which the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said A person rejects something which the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said يعني ينكر حديثا أو أحاديث مما قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا إن كان متواترا أنكر متواترا من السنة فهذا لا شك في كفره ولا يختلف في كفره وان انكر خبرا من اخبار الاحاد يعني صح عن رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم وينكره فبعض أَئِمَّةِ الحديث يكفره وبعضهم لا يكفره if a person rejects a hadith which is mutawatir then this is no doubt kufr an authentic hadith an authentic hadith then the shaykh says that is not disputed that this person has committed kufr but if a person reject a hadith which is ahad then some of the scholars also still said That this is kufar And others they did not declare him to be a kafir قَدْ يَكُونُ لَهُ عُذَرُ Maybe the person might have an excuse يَرَى أَنَّهُ مَا صَحَ If somebody perhaps believes that this hadith is not authentic Or he thinks that maybe there is some issue With the chain of narration He believes that to be the case Then that is different Then that is different. أَشَّاهِدْ أَنَّ هَذِهِ الْأُمُورِ خَطِيرًا the point being that these affairs are very dangerous. Rejecting anything from the Quran, rejecting anything from the Sunnah which is authentic, then this is something very dangerous. كُلُّ كُلُّهَا مِن And all of these are from the conditions of it. أو إلى أخير والله أعلم إذا كان جاهلاً يعني حديث الأحد بالإسلام أو نشأ في بادية بعيد عن العلماء وأنكر حديث أو شيء مما شاء الله ولم تبلغه حجة من الحجج فهذا يعذر بجهله. أكست الشيخ سازي فاسن. he was new to Islam maybe. somebody is new to Islam and he doesn't understand yet. he doesn't know this is an authentic hadith or this is part of Islam so he rejects it or somebody who was raised up in the desert, in the faraway countrysides, there was no knowledge, there was no scholars and so maybe he rejects something from the religion which is actually from the religion, but he doesn't know so these types of people may be excused if the evidence has not come to them the evidence has not come to them, then those types of people could be excused due to their ignorance, but they are to be educated not that they are excused for their ignorance and you leave them upon their ignorance rather they must be educated then of those affairs so you educate that person and you teach him but if he continues upon his misguidance then he is a disbeliever if he continues upon his opinion then that is disbelief وَإِنْ عَلِمَا وَاسْتَفَادَ وَاسْتَفَادَ فَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ هِدَايَةُ النَّاسِ If he is taught this person who didn't know and he rejected something from the religion you teach him and he accepts it then alhamdulillah the sheikh says that is the point the point is to try to guide the people هَذَا وَهُنَاكَ مُكَفِّرَاتُ There are other things also which can make a person a kafir مِنْهَا الشَّكِّ for example, doubting the religion, doubting in Allah, doubting in this religion of Islam, doubting in paradise, hellfire, resurrection. Doubting in these affairs is something very severe which can lead to kufr. Also, al-istihza bi-ayatihi wa mocking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the ayat of Allah or the messenger of Allah wal-istikbar وَكُفْرُ Magic, magic is something which is from the disbelief. If a person engages or believes or acts upon magic, then those affairs of magic declare a person to be a disbeliever. Or a person who purposely does not learn about his religion purposely doesn't learn anything about Islam, keeps himself away from Islam, then this can lead to kufr. So the author said, So fear Allah, may Allah have mercy upon you. And look at yourself. Take a good look at yourself. And be warned from exaggeration in the religion. فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ مِن طَرِيقِ الْحَقِّ في شيء Because it is not from the pathway to the truth at all. Rejecting the Quran and the Sunnah, rejecting authentic narrations, rejecting aspects of the religion, that is not the way of the truth. So look at yourselves and ensure that you are not upon any type of exaggeration. That you are not upon any type of excessiveness. Allah mentioned in the Quran regarding the Christians. Ya ahlal al fi dinikum, O people of the book, do not exaggerate, go to excessiveness in your religion. Allah illa al and do not say upon Allah accept the truth. Similarly Allah said قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ لَا تَغْلُو فِي دِينِكُمْ O people of the book do not exaggerate in the religion beyond the truth And that was when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned also about Regarding Isa alayhi salam إِنَّمَا الْمَسِيحُ عِيسَى بن مريم رسول الله. That Isa alayhi salam is the son of Oh, oh, Isa salam the son of Maryam Is the messenger of Allah وما وما They did not kill him and they did not crucify him But rather it was an impression or an imitation of the person that was shown to them So they did not crucify or kill Isa alayhi salam And Allah mentioned about them لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ ثَالِثُ they have disbelieved the ones who say that Allah is one of a trinity ayah in the Quran in surah al-ma'idah 73 they have disbelieved the ones who say they have disbelieved certainly the ones who say indeed Allah is one of a trinity that Allah is the third of the trinity similarly Allah says indeed they have disbelieved the ones who say that Al-Masih Isa is the son of Maryam that he is Allah the ones who say that Al-Masih ibn Maryam he is Allah Isa is a part of the trinity that he is Allah all of these ayat are highlighting to us the exaggeration of the people of the book the Christians they exaggerated by saying that Jesus is the son of God. Rather the Muslims we say that Jesus was a prophet and a messenger. One of the best prophets and messengers from the top five. The grounded firm prophets and messengers Jesus Isa is one of them. And we believe that he was a messenger from Allah and we believe that Allah raised him up and he was not crucified. And that he will return back to this earth at the end of time he will descend once again at the end of time that is the belief in Isa not to believe that he is the son of God or that he is a part of God or a part of the Trinity that is not the Muslim belief at all and that is what the Quran warns against because to believe that Isa is the son of God that is exaggeration that is excessiveness and similarly some of the Jews they believed that Uzair. Uzair is the son of Allah And also the people of the book They used to have exaggeration With regards to the monks and the rabbis Exaggeration with regards to their monks and their rabbis and whatever they told them was halal they would make it halal and whatever they told them was haram they would make it haram as Allah mentioned in the Quran ittakhadhu ahbarahum wa ruhbanahum arbaban min dunillah wal masiih ibn maryam wama umiru illa liya'budu ilahum La ilaha illahu subhanahu amma yushrikun. They took their rabbis and monks as lords besides Allah and Isa ibn Maryam, and they were not commanded except to worship one Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no other deity worthy of worship and truth except Him. سُبْحَانَهُ amma يُشْرِكُونَ May Allah be far removed from all of that which they commit shirk and polytheism with. So they used to make halal and haram. And the people following them used to follow whatever halal and haram they made for them. Whatever halal and haram they dictated, the people would follow that halal and haram. And this is impermissible. The halal and the haram is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone The halal and the haram is not dictated by us So this was another form of the shirk that they fell into By allowing the men To determine what is the halal and what is the haram And following them in that As for the Prophet wasallam, He warned us from exaggeration Warned us against falling into exaggeration, and he told us to not exaggerate. In the Hadith, he mentioned, وسلم, عبد عبد Do not raise me up, exaggerate like the Christians did with Isa alayhi salam. For indeed I am only a servant. This is Muhammad saying this. Don't raise me up beyond the limits. I am only a servant. I am a servant of Allah. فَقُولُ عَبْدُ So say that I am a servant of Allah. And Rasuluhu, I am his messenger. Servant of Allah and the messenger of Allah. But not Allah Himself. Not to raise and go into exaggeration beyond what has been mentioned? As for exaggerating, then that is from the ways of falsehood. That is from the ways of falsehood, the exaggeration. That is from the ways of falsehood and from the ways of misguidance. They are the ones who exaggerate. So you have to be careful that you do not fall into the traps of the people when they exaggerate sometimes it might be about certain people they exaggerate and they say our Imam he knows everything he is the one who sees in the dreams Allah all of these falsehoods that they make up they exaggerate and they go to extremes and they just follow blindly anything and everything he tells them do not fall into exaggeration in the religion Do not fall into excessiveness but stick to the Qur'an and the Sunnah and what is prescribed. The narrations, the authentic narrations telling you what to do, how to worship. Stick to that and cling to that and do not exaggerate or exceed the boundaries beyond that using your own intellects or blindly following the people in things that they are doing which is not from the Qur'an and the Sunnah. That is the point we'll conclude on today. And the next time we'll begin with a lengthy point, uh, which is regarding the Quran and the Sunnah, regarding uh, the descriptions within it and the early generations and details regarding those affairs, which will begin with next week at the same time, 6:45 p.m. Insha Taala, wa sallallahu ala nabiina wa ala alihi wa ajma'in